Hi, listeners. Welcome to our final podcast in our series of nine podcasts on starting a meditation practice. I'm Emily Greenberger, and I'm here with Dr. Deborah Norris, expert in integrative medicine, coming to you live from the Mindfulness Center. We can't believe this is the end, but we're going to sum things up, make it all make sense, and hopefully answer any questions that you have. We'll start off by asking Debbie, we know you've mentioned that there are health benefits to a meditation, but we really want to know the specific conditions that can be treated with meditation. Well, there is data, Emily, on meditation as a form of therapy and the beneficial effects of a meditation practice uh, for people with specific conditions or diagnoses. And this ranges from physical conditions to psychological conditions. There's been improvements shown for adults and children, young and old. Um, so there's all kinds of data now. It, the, the whole field is just burgeoning with new information and new data research showing uh, really wonderful things about the benefits of meditation. Um, we could talk about specific conditions such as um, anything that's stress associated. So there's a lot of research now that shows that stress is associated with everything from heart disease to cancer, um, diabetes, Stress is a huge factor in diabetes that's often overlooked. It has a, a large impact on blood sugar levels. Um, we know that stress is a factor in heart disease and is um, more uh, cholesterolgenic than, uh, than even uh, some fatty foods. Uh, stress is a factor in cancer, and, and I'll mention how meditation can affect and improve the immune system and immune function um, in, in people with a cancer diagnosis. Um, arthritis is clearly associated with stress. So any of these stress-associated conditions, we see that meditation um, plays a powerful role in um, as an adjunctive therapy and as a part of the treatment for these conditions. Uh, Kabat-Zinn has even looked at research, done research on um, meditation for psoriasis and eczema, um, and we've seen meditation or other specific, very specific conditions from lupus and MS and so forth, uh, to also psychological conditions and mental health, ranging from depression and anxiety, attention deficit disorder. As I, as I mention each of these, I see reams of data that I've reviewed on research in this area. And it's a new type of research, really. In some ways, we might, you might consider we're looking at what we've called the placebo effect. Um, this is the power of the mind to affect our physical health, our physical well-being. And so much of our previous research has been avoiding the placebo or considering the placebo as a nuisance factor. But if we really turn our direction and focus on what the placebo is, it is the power of what you believe to affect your well-being. So what meditation is, is really cool, it is a practice for harnessing this power and building it. If you think of a muscle and you practice the muscle and how it builds and it strengthens and then when you need it, it's there. Meditation is a practice of building the muscle, the nerve networks, the connections in the brain that allow you to control your own moods and emotions, to, to allow yourself to relax when you feel stressed, to um, provide inspiration, give you greater clarity and 
Um, we see that cognitive performance improves for people who meditate. So we see many mechanisms by which meditation can play a role in mental health as well as physical health. What about sleeping disorders? Yes, um, that's a wonderful question because um, the quality of our sleep, the, the depth of our sleep, our ability to stay asleep and sleep through the night um, plays a powerful role in our health overall. It is while we're asleep that growth hormone is released, that, um, that our hormones rebalance, that our brain stores our memories and so forth. So um, to get good quality sleep is important in our overall health and well-being. It's, it's sort of foundational. You know, plants grow at night and people heal at night. And you might think, well, I'm, I'm fully grown. I don't need growth hormone. But growth hormone plays a role in regenerating our cells, uh, plays a role in cancer prevention or um, wellness. So, so the power of meditation to facilitate sleep and to improve the quality of sleep and the data that shows um, how meditation can, can affect our sleep is very important in overall health and in all conditions. And so many people in our culture are plagued with sleep conditions that it's, it's wonderful to know that, that as a practice, meditation is something you can practice that improves your sleep. There is hope for relief. Yes. Well, Debbie, can you give us some some thoughts to leave with, some kind of way to heal up the or sum up the healing power? <laughs> what does what does all this mean to What does it mean <laughs> to people? Well, if if life is blissful and wonderful, then it's probably because you're already meditating or you have something like a meditation practice. Um, our culture is so full of stress these days and and um, we live at a higher, faster pace these days. So um, using meditation as a practice simply to slow down and reconnect with yourself will also allow you to connect with others. But it does have this powerful healing dimension, and since that's what we're talking about today. Um, for those who do have a diagnosis of a specific condition, whether it is cancer, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, and any of the myriad of other what we call chronic conditions in our culture, meditation and other lifestyle factors like um, types of exercises like yoga and tai chi and qigong and these practices that are really moving meditations. Um, there's abundant data now coming out showing the relevance of these practices, the use of these practices, um, as adjunctive therapies, people who have an exercise practice or meditation practice fare much better going through chemotherapy. They have less nausea and emesis, they sleep better, and they have a better prognosis after treatment. So um, there's every bit of evidence to suggest the benefits of using meditation, certainly if there's a diagnosis of a specific medical condition. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you, Emily. It's been my pleasure and an honor to discuss this with you and to share this information with our listeners. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all. So please, have a peaceful week. Continue having peaceful weeks, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye.